Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Chat Podcast. It is Thursday, September 29th, week four of the NFL season. But I think before we get to week four, Boise State. Um, Boise State our beloved Boise State Broncos lose to the UTEP. Is it the UTEP Miners? Oh, yeah, no. the University of Texas El Paso Miners, um, who we beat by... What what was the stat? It was we we we, we lose scored fifty four on them last year and had fifty four yards this year. Yes. Or I think we did the first, first half. half or something. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so Boise State loses loses to the one and three UTEP Miners, uh, twenty seven to ten. Not even a competitive game. And then afterwards, fire our offense coordinator Tim Plow, and our starting quarterback Hank Bachmeyer is in the transfer portal. Um. He like claps his hands, turning a new leaf. Yeah, are we? What? What's our? Are we optimistic about the firing and transfer? Like, I don't know. That's. I'm honestly think I'm kind of optimistic about. Like, I I think if we would have just stuck with what we had going with Plow and Bachmeyer, like this season would have just been a nightmare. At least now we have something new. Yeah. Yeah, Bachmeyer was really like. Like, earlier in his career, he was honestly pretty good. Like, if you look at his, like, if you look stats, at his stats on paper, at stat sheet, yeah. looking at the stat sheet, he was, like, really good. But, like, watching him play, it was like, okay, he usually had some pretty decent receivers. He was always, like, really boring. Like, he never made exciting plays or anything like that. And so, when we don't have as good of a receiving core and, like, our offensive line isn't, like, super good. And I don't think it ever really was. But, like, he... He's never going to make the play. Like, he's he's never going to be able to scramble out of the pocket and throw it on the run, and he can't even run. So, like, it was just really stagnant, and I feel like there was sort of like a culture. It was like, no, we have to play Hank no matter what. It's kind of been like ever since he got here. Um, and so now that he's gone, they're free to mess around with Taylor Green a little bit, maybe experiment with the offense, like try something new rather than just like – the most basic of plays, but it also helps getting a new offensive coordinator too. Cause he would always like, it was, we showed every season that what we were doing didn't work. Like last year we ran, we were running the same offense so far this year that we did last year. And last year we had a NFL wide receiver on our team. Uh, and it didn't even work and it's, and they kept trying to do it. And it just, I don't know, just, wasn't working out. It was time for something new. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. All right. Um, anything else on Boise State? Okay. Uh, the Seattle Manners. Let's give a round of applause to the Seattle Manners. Almost. I'm, I'm a little nervous doing this right now. But. I'm just saying, the magic number, the magic number right now at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time is two for the Seattle Manners. What does that mean when you say magic number is two? Well, that means that as of right now, since the Orioles already played this afternoon and lost, they're the only team that can catch us in the wild card. The Manners need to win two out of our next eight games. Two out of our next eight eight or nine games. I think it's somewhere around there. Two of our next eight or nine games. Um, and we make the playoffs or the Orioles lose two more. So we'd have to basically go one and seven, and the Orioles would have to go seven and one, um, or anything other than that. So we could clinch as early as tomorrow afternoon um, if the Mariners win tonight, and then the Orioles lose 
uh, on Friday afternoon. The Mariners could clinch even before they play on Friday night, um, which would kind of honestly be a little anticlimactic if they cl- if we Clint clinched both. before we, they even got to play. Yeah, um, that would kind of be a bummer. But um, yeah, could we could? It was as early as Saturday is what they were saying, but now it's it's Friday. Um, we have a bunch of people that we're watching the game with on Saturday, so I kind of hope that's the game that we clinch it, just because we'll have a bunch of people there. Um, bunch of but, Manners fanatics. Bunch of Manners fanatics, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, either way, we will be 100% doing a pod if we clinch the playoffs. We're going to have a bunch of people there. Um, it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait for it's going to be more like time. a party than a podcast. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be happy. If it happens, <laughs> it's going to be a great time. Um, yeah, Matthew Johnson, uh, former host of the Game Chat podcast, former co-host, uh, he texted me. He bought bought wildcard tickets this afternoon and ALCS wow. tickets this afternoon. I heard they sold out in 20 minutes. <laughs> they sold out in 20 minutes. He did not... ALDS tickets were sold out before he could get to them. But he, So he... Which is because everyone wanted everyone the ever, the demand are highest for the ALDS yeah. because that's the most likely that we uh, get to host. But um, there's a ch- slim chance we can host a wild card because the wild card is all at one stadium, uh, which is kind of a bummer. because yeah. that would mean if we go to the wild card, we're most likely not going to be the number one wild card, which means we'd be all away games. I don't um, understand why they don't do two games for the home team, one game for the. For the lower seed. I yeah. feel like that's super it's, easy. Because it's all... It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Alright, that is the Mariners update. Again, like I said, if we clinch, uh, we'll have a big pod. And we'll celebrate and talk about kind of the playoffs. But as of now, I think it's... That, that is going to come at a later time. Uh, and then the last thing... I just want to get your thoughts on this. Everyone's talking about Aaron Judge. He hit his 61st home run. Um, to tie the Yankees record and the American League record at 61 uh, home runs in a season. Do you do we think it's a big deal? I I, okay, you, you do think it's a big deal. Yeah, 61 home runs in a season. That's an insane number. That's like one-third. That's more than one-third of every game he gets a home run. That's really impressive. So, yeah, I understand it's not... Like, Barry Bonds hit 72 home runs. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa hit, like, what, 67, 68? I mean, it's it's seventh all time. Yeah, that's still he, I mean, that's the seventh true. highest single season record, and we just I, I I I don't know, I don't know. I'm I, I yeah, it's a big deal, but like, is it is it do I like do I need a notification on my phone every time he gets an at bat? Do we did we need to cut out of college football games to go to his at bats to see him hit? I didn't think it was that big of a deal. That's a fair. Point like it, it it has been done before so but it is cool to see it like it's been six times it it's cool to just see it I think it's a cool thing to see it be done again and he he has a really good shot at triple crown too I mean oh I'm not taking anything away from I mean so, yeah sixty one incredible and then hitting like three twenty is really yes impressive. but is it I don't know I I don't think it's like it's so incredible that we needed to stop the entire sport. If he was at 73, yeah, then that's a whole totally different story. But, I don't know. Well, at, Eli, as a non-baseball fan, I mean, cool, the, Barry Bonds hit 328 his season that he hit 73, and then the next season he hit 370. Um, Eli, as a non-baseball player, what, 
do you think that's a big as a non-baseball fan do you think that's a big deal <clears throat> um for a long time i thought the record was 60 and that when he hit a 61st he like broke it like that's what i gathered from how this is what this is my point yes like from how hyped it was and then when is it maris roger maris roger maris so, yes. something maris i was like i didn't know why he was so significant in all the tweets that i saw and then i kind of looked into it i was like Oh, so he didn't just break like the MLB record for home runs that he tied with Morris or something like that. But it's really it is the, the, the they say the reason why it's a big deal and, and no one really says it is it's the non steroid home run record. Yeah, because it's Sosa was Sosa went over sixty one three times, McGuire twice, and Bonds once, and no one talks about them because they all took steroids Juice. so it's really this is the non-steroid record yeah yeah I mean, that, that's cool i think yeah that is, that is i think that's significant yes but i don't know it's interesting um all right that's all i have uh on other sports news we're gonna do before we get into our picks and power rankings um we were kind of just talking about stuff to do this week i think we should do next week's we'll do biggest weakness slash disappointment on every team and this week, I think we do uh, surprise slash biggest strength on each team. We can kind of so far what we've seen. So far, what we've seen, yeah. Um, I think the way that we should do this instead of going through like, do we want to do it by record, by like standings, or just go through each game of last week? We can go through like just the week by week and say, here was the final score. What do we want to do? That sounds good. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Um, Actually, let's do by record. I feel like that's by record. What if we just went through each division and it's like AFC East? These are the standings, and like each team, and then AFC West, AFC North, AFC South, and then the NFC. Yeah, let's do it. All right, AFC East. Um, Miami Dolphins are getting ready to play in uh, the Thursday night football game. We're recording this right before it. Um, let's just for the people. The parlay that we have tonight is. We have... Oh, shoot. What? <laughs> this is funny. Um, I just realized the the thing that Stuart sent me... I shouldn't have said his name. Anyways, the thing that my... Our bookie sent me... <laughs> <laughs> um, is... Dolphins... My, uh, we, he put the spread. Oh, he did the spread, not so we have, line? Yeah, so we have Dolphins plus three and a half. That's fine. Yeah, I mean the odds would have gone up a little bit, but it drops out a little bit. But maybe we'll need it. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe that's the if they lose by one. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be like thanking. (laughs) So, anyways, here's what we have: we have uh, it's plus thirteen hundred. We have Dolphins plus three and a half. We have the over of forty eight and a half. We have Jalen Waddle over sixty four and a half receiving yards, and then we have Mike Kosicki to score a touchdown. So that's what we're rooting for tonight. Anytime, anytime touchdown, Mike Kosicki. Um, all right. I saw Joe Burrow showed up today in a suit that was black with white roses on it, so we might be in trouble. I think that's a little fun. We do need. It's the, pretty sick. <laughs> it, we do. It is pretty tight. We do need the over to hit though, so we need the Bengals to show up at least a little bit. Joe to have we some. Need Joe side. Burrow to yes. show up. Yes. If you showed up in a fur coat, I think we would be destroyed. We'd, we'd be screwed. But fur coat. We'd be good like, on the over. Yeah. Some, like <laughs> gold rim, like glasses, yeah. and yeah, he'd be over. Yeah. All right. Miami Dolphins' biggest strength slash surprise. I think we can just decide which yeah. we want, what we want to do for each of them. What I think there's their speed. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was going to say. Their electricity. They can flip the game in a quarter. 
Yeah, I've been impressed by them. Um, yeah, yeah. Their their defense surprised me too last week. Um, I will say that their defense played better than I thought they were going to against the Bills. I think we could just say last week as a surprise too. Like beating yeah. the Bills. Everybody thought the Bills were the clear number one, which I mean, I we'll get into power rankings and stuff, but like the Dolphins beat who everybody thought was the clear number one. Nobody else was even close to them. That was a pretty big surprise. I mean, too, the, um, like, just Tua, I would say, mm-hmm. is, uh, is a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Bills. Their biggest surprise was losing to the Dolphins. <laughs> That's a negative. I think I was surprised how dominant they looked for the first two weeks. They looked pretty unbeatable. So then, yeah, I guess maybe... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, their biggest strength think, is definitely just their offense. Yeah. I, think, I, think th- I think Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. biggest strength. Yeah. Because he threw the ball 60 times last week. That that is insane. That you shouldn't you should like you should not be allowed to ask. You shouldn't be allowed to have your running backs rush more than like 30 times a game and your quarterback should not have to throw more than 40. Like to throw the ball to attempt it 60 times or more. It's crazy. That the, the Bills' time of possession was like forty minutes. That's yeah, it's crazy. They're just dominant. All right, we should we should rip through these. Yeah, because I'm gonna say we're gonna we could uh, that's, that's we could easily spend a long time. Uh, Jets, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Joe Flacco. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Flacco leads is fifth in receiving. Yeah. He's also he's, like he's had over fifty attempts. I was just gonna game. say yeah, he, yards he per attempt. He's probably bottom five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Patriots. The defense, maybe. I don't even know what has their defense even been good. Uh, I think they've been okay. Uh, they're allowed seventy-one points. Their special teams. It's not that good. good. Bills have only allowed thirty-eight. They've allowed seventy-one. Yeah, special teams. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Nick Chubb. Yeah. Their team looks good. Their team looks good. I think looking Deshaun good Watson. without Deshaun Watson yeah. is a very yeah, yes. I like that. I like yeah. that. Ravens Lamar. Yeah, Lamar has been. He has more touchdowns than I any think, other team. I would say dude, that's would crazy. Say, no, That's a crazy. I was stat. gonna say. I would say their whole offense on that one. Yeah, like they're receiving. Devin boards. Duvernay and Rashad Bateman have stepped up. I think like, that's part crazy. of Lamar though. Lamar, uh, he has more yeah, touchdowns than just any give, NFL team. Like you can't give like all of the Ravens success to Lamar. Like. Those guys have stepped up. But it's like, like most of it is because. But of it's Lamar, like a, yes. it's like but a different like, receiver every game, though. Like it's just right, exactly. But like, like if you look at Devin Duvernay, he's had like a touchdown every week, and it's like everybody going into the season was like, if you, if you ask somebody who's their second receiver, you would not be able to. Yeah, but I do think I mean and the he fact stepped that up, Rashad Bateman has stepped up. But I think I think I it's think beca- all because of Lamar. I think it's because Lamar is such a problem. But that's me personally. I think they're they're yeah they've their their receivers are better than I thought. Their offense is as, as a whole. But I'm just saying that's like a surprise. That's, a, that's yeah that is that's a surprise. That's fair. Is like a surprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Steelers. Um, I mean their defense is just really good. That's not a surprise. It's like their strong suit is the even without T.J. Watt, their defense is still pretty good. I would say Highsmith. He's had the most sacks in the league. <laughs> Like, Interesting. George Pickens. He hasn't even been good, though. That catch was a surprise. He catch. looks good. Yeah. He is open 99% of the time. Yeah, they're... It's, we don't need to spend Are they one of the least watchable teams in football? Yeah. It might be. 
Bengals. Their Chase passing is, game still. But that's, can a surprise be bad? A, yeah, he hasn't been that good, I guess. No, this is all pot. We're talking about oh, okay. biggest strength. Okay. Let's just do strength. Yeah, Chase is a stud still. Yeah, Chase is good. He, yeah. is their, he is their strength. Yeah, yeah. Jaguars. Their offense looks... Their defense looks really solid, too. Yeah, they've... Listen, they've allowed... They've only allowed 38 points. They've scored an 84. That's crazy. That's crazy. They have... I think... Yeah, they have the second best point differential in the NFL. That is unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Their strength is that they just have a team now. Yeah, not having Urban Meyer. Is that... No, that's what I'm saying. Meyer. Doug Peterson. Doug that's Peterson. their strength. Yeah. Not really having any, like, clear holes. It's like, like the, the same is team. Good. Trevor Lawrence it's is just... doing well. Their defense is solid. Trayvon Walker has looked really good. Mm-hmm. Colts. Jonathan Taylor. He, he hasn't, hasn't even, even been good. Anything. Pittman looks good. Pittman. When, when Pittman is playing... Oh, that big tight end they had looked really fun. Oh, Jelani Woods. Yeah. It's on my taxi squad. <laughs> yeah, uh, six seven. That's fun. Yeah, I would say like this. If we're just doing this season, your strength, their strength is when Pittman's on the field, their offense looks complete. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's so sad. Um, Titans. Uh, let's say for Colts too, they figured out a way to win that Chiefs game. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Titans. When they give the ball to uh, Burks, he doesn't like. He looks. He looks good. They just don't give him the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Man, they look bad. Who did they beat? They beat the Raiders last week. The Ra- they beat them by two, three points. I think. I think no. the Raiders missed a two-point conversion, and lost by two. I think they're going to be a tough team to play in December. That's they look gritty. I don't even know if they look gritty. Really? They look awful. Not as much as they have in the They're, past. They I, are with the Steelers and close to unwatchable. Yes, the Raiders also, it took them like 10 tries in the red zone to get that last touchdown, and then they missed the two-point conversion. Yeah. That was... Yeah. Texans? You know, the Texans don't look as bad as I thought they were going to. They don't look as bad as their record. Yeah. Yeah, my only pushback on that, because I, I do agree... The only pushback on that is they did just lose to the Bears. Yeah. And I think the reason why we don't have that game... Like, that game was just not on red zone or anything no. at all. Well, we were also watching the bad red zone. True, <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, we were forced to watch DirecTV's red zone this weekend. That just wasn't fun. Not the same. No, not the same. I miss Scott. When um, you say tying the Colts... <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> going into week one, everybody thought the Colts were going to be a juggernaut, and the Texans were picked to be the worst team in the league, yeah. and they tied the projected best team in the league by a... Yeah, there you go. Um, Pierce looked good last yeah, week. He did look pretty, pretty good, good last pretty week. Good last yeah. week. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I would yeah. say Mahomes is still... Their offense yeah. still looks good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that Mahomes and Kelsey. He... Mahomes is just unstoppable. Yeah, he's just really good. Yeah. Denver Broncos. Their defense, defense is insane. 100%. Yeah. Their defense is um, just really well-rounded. Their defense, you know and they're I mean? missing, like, they're missing uh, one of the, Justin Simmons. He's on IR. He's one of the best safeties in the league. And then mm-hmm. for a game, Sertan was out. Bradley Chubb hasn't played like he didn't play last year for most of the season. I don't know, so they look yeah, they look very good. Um, can you name the lowest scoring team in football? 
It's the Denver Broncos. No, they're second lowest scoring team, is which is insane. San Francisco 49 mm, Let me make sure. No. Lowest scoring team, Indianapolis Colts. Oh. Through three games, have scored oh. 40 points. Oof. I guess wow. they dropped an egg. They laid an egg in one of those. <laughs> yeah. Denver Broncos, 43. Uh, Chargers. Justin Herbert. Even when hurt, yeah. Mike yeah. Williams looked good. Yeah. Their defense does look good. Did when healthy, yeah. Their I mean, defense dropped like four. They should have won the Chiefs game. Their their defense dropped multiple turnovers. Yeah. I think their defense is only going to. I mean, they did just. They should Bosa. They should only get better. They're yeah, like it'll be it'll be interesting to see them without Joey Bosa for a while. But yeah. Um, but yeah, there was like their defense looks solid. You know, they have the stars. But they had a chance. But to there turn, was, they, they had a chance to turn Mahomes over like four times, yeah. and it was either getting there was either a flag that bailed them out or. They would just drop it. Yeah, their defense just wasn't really clutch that game. Mm-hmm. I think they're like third in scoring or third worst scoring yeah. defense though. So even with all the like, their defense looks fine. Like they have the most points against third most, third points, most against. points against. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. That's bad. Yeah. Only own three team the Raiders. <sighs> I mean, I don't know what their strength is. Stri- they have Devontae Adams. Not that he's like. Matt Collins looks good. Mac- Mac Collins. They're they the best 0 s- 3 team. Yes. There <laughs> they we go. still have a lot spin. of like. Like, if you look at their roster and everything, they have a lot of firepower. Yeah, yeah we knew just, that. They though. just don't. We knew that going into the season. That's why we were all pretty high on them. I don't know. I, I guess a strength could be that they are the. Lo- they have the worst record, but aren't. Lowest in everybody's power rankings. They're yes. not ranked 32nd. Yeah, there you go. That's their strength. <laughs> Eagles. Everything, I would say. They look really good just everywhere. Yeah. Man. Yeah. They Did look... you see Jalen Hurts uh, is like top five in um, passing yards, rushing yards, total yards, uh, like yards per attempt and passer rating That's, so yeah. far? He's ridiculous. He's having a ridiculous yeah. start. Yeah. He's, so Jalen Hurts, yeah. But I would I'd argue their like, whole I'd say if we were still doing surprise their defense. Because nobody going into the season nobody talked about their defense. Yeah. But it is it is very good. Cowboys, Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Cooper Rush doesn't look bad. Yes. He, That's a good point. He is yeah. Yeah. Looks better yeah, than we thought. Looked yeah. good. Without without Gallup and Amari Cooper. Was Gallup, did Gallup play against the Giants? Mm-mm, no. But um, uh, Noah... Noah Brown. Noah Brown. Yes. I almost said Noah Gray, but that's the tight end on the Chiefs. Yeah. Noah Brown looks pretty decent. So, like, they, they've been able to find receiving options, you know, missing yeah. Amari Cooper and... Um, Giants, I would say Saquon. Saquon, yeah. There's a healthy Saquon makes Saquon, their whole team, yeah. whole team better. Um, commanders. Their receivers. Yeah, Carson Wentz doesn't look horrible. Other than he didn't last week, this week. I mean, they, the first two weeks, was, a, they can score a yeah. lot of points. Yeah, yeah. I think they, that's they a good point. They can score a lot yeah. of points. Yeah, if they he, just have to. Carson Wentz just has to get the ball yeah. to their athletes. So just, getting just, Brian he, Robinson back soon. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, he was. There was a video of him like running, running around and stuff. So like, it can't be too much longer until he's cleared. But um, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Vikings. KJ Osborne? 
He did this last year. There was like two games where he showed up, uh, and then. I, I don't think the thing is with think... the Vikings is they don't look bad. No. They just. They just aren't clutch. Mm, like, but the and the thing is like last week Justin Jefferson did not do anything. Dalvin Cook did not do anything. Their defense. Dalvin Cook dislocated his shoulder. Cool. What do you think? I was going to say Justin Jefferson, but outside of that first game... That first game was really fun. They looked good. Yeah, they beat... That's a big strength. Are they first they in the, the division right now? They have the leg up over the Packers. That's yeah. their strength. Yeah, you they, have they the, are number that one win. in the division. This is really funny. They are... Both of them... Th- th- this is crazy. Um, so that entire... Vikings, Packers, Bears are 2-1, and one, right? The Vikings and the Packers' point differential is 3. So, uh, two games... That's, that's kind of crazy. The Bears have... Are two and one, and their point differential is minus five, and then the Lions are one and two, and their point differential is plus two. So bo- all these teams are just all over the map. The have you seen the Lions points for and against? Yeah, they're second in points for five and ninety three. Second in points for, <laughs> dead last in points against. Wow! Every game for them is just a shootout. It's awesome. It's electric. That's how it was last year too. And it's funny because that's just. Probably the opposite of brand Dan, Dan, a football Dan Campbell wants to play. Right. He probably yeah. hates that their defense is, <laughs> as they're like literally the worst defense in the league. I mean the 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 Buccaneers have allowed twenty seven points and the but the Lions have allowed ninety three. Uh. <laughs> That's <laughs> unbelievable. Um, Packers' biggest strength is that Rodgers is finding comfort in the receivers. Like yeah. he's yeah. he's figured out that he can throw yeah. to those receivers. Romeo Dobbs looks. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like. They're doing what NFL receivers should be doing. It's just that they get extra praise because they were so like yeah. bad and Rodgers was making comments about them in the offseason being bad that now when they catch a slant for six yards, it's the greatest catch anybody's ever seen. Yeah. So, it, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Their defense is also pretty solid. Their defense is very good. Yeah. That secondary, I still think, is the best secondary in the league. So. Bears. Justin Fields? No. No, he's been garbage. The running like, game? He's been really bad. Cool. I, think he has one, he... I think he has 24 completed passes in three games. He also attempted 16 last week, I think. It's the, it's they been... don't even, it's a mix between play calling, bad execution, and not having I... weapons on your team. Literally, yeah. every bad thing that can, like, everything that can go wrong for an offense has gone wrong every week for the Chicago Bears. They're... Um, I think it was, did Big Cat say this out in PMTU was like, it's the lowest amount of completions He's, in NFL history, I think, through three weeks. I think he was 33rd in, um... This was, that was week two. But he was, in week two, is 33rd in completed pass, Dak Prescott was 32nd. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, it's, I would say, like, right now, Khalil Herbert looks like a better fit than David Montgomery in that The running game does look good. Your O-line isn't as bad as people thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Running game looks good. Defense is fine. Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. That's a good one. Smith yeah. Get what, 15 tackles? Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a beast. Lions is your offense. Yeah, their offense looks... Your offense is like... Their like offense good offense. is Like top five. Good. Yeah. Yes. And it's second in point scored to the Ravens. And, and like, in, aside from just like the offense in total, like... Their running back room is very good. Yeah, it is. That is a very underrated running back room mm-hmm. with Swift and Jamal. Mm-hmm. They're 
It's very good. And I would also say Goff is Goff looks good. Yeah. Like it just this kind of proves that like mm-hmm. you have weapons. Quarterbacks look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as he gets the ball to him. Tua and him. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. It's the same kind of situation. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence now. Trevor Lawrence doesn't even have like a guy, but he has. Yeah. He's competent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christian People. Kirk looks like a guy. Yeah, yeah. true. I think it's, that might. I think Trevor Lawrence should get a lot of credit on that. Yeah. For, yeah. Buccaneers is the defense. Yeah. Twenty-seven points allowed. Yeah. They're, That's nine points a game. Really That's good. A very defense. good defense. Probably the best. Yeah. They played some of like the better offenses. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Cowboys, I would say, Packers. the Packers, Cowboys, yeah, Packers, Saints. and Saints. Good call, kind Pretty, of. Those are decent yeah. teams. Yeah, yeah. Panthers. Uh, your defense. They won a game. Looks fine. Yeah, they won a game. Yeah, yeah they I won mean, a game. Matt Rule might be gone soon. That's cool. They don't look <laughs> incompetent. Yeah. 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 They have a, they have a positive point differential. Yeah. Saints. I'll let Reed take this. Olave. One. Olave, good one. I would say Olave and the defense. I guess. Yeah. They have. I. I don't know. Jameis is really starting to scare me. Yeah, he does not. Look I good. really don't. I at first it was like okay like. As long as he's winning games, if he wants to do his, like, funny, like, stuff, great. But now, like, if you're not winning and you're, like, I don't know. It's not a good look. And, yeah, Olave is definitely, like, the biggest bright spot on that team. Especially, like, trading up to get him after how much he's, like, produced in the first couple weeks. I... At first, when they when they did that, when they traded up to get him, I was a little like, mm, like what? You could have definitely stayed where you were, and he would have fell. But he's been I good. Know. I think it's, I think it's worked out. Falcons. I this is they've been a big surprise team for me. They're, they're, they're just not bad. Yeah. They're not Drake really bad. Drake really London. Their offense is very good. You have some weapons now. Yeah, man. their offense is good. I think that's a huge strength. London and Algier have looked pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Cordell, I mean, Patterson. Cordell Patterson is Cowboys just look great. Mariota looks like a fine quarterback. Like, he's not he's garbage. Middle tier. Yeah. Lower, probably lower middle like, of the pack. Probably like, yeah. Towards he's he's kind of what we thought. Range. Like, he's definitely in the 20s. Um, yeah. Where you're like, yeah, he like he's just a patch quarterback. Right. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's not their guy no. for more than this season. But you can play season, him. But, yeah. And you can score. Yeah. He's, you're not going to get. You're not gonna get mad at him, like you're not gonna scream at your TV because he's. Stupid. You know what like, you're. Getting. Why'd you make those decisions? It's just like yeah, like he just. Yeah. It's pretty you know what you're getting with Marcus Mariota. Rams, I, I it's still Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yeah. They're, he's just. I don't know where I don't know what they'd be doing without Cooper Cup. Yeah, he's. Wait, if they didn't have Cooper Cup. No, he's maybe. their offense. He's unbelievable. Any other strengths for the Rams? Their defense has not been good. On the other hand, the Niners have been really good on defense. They've only allowed 37 points. One of those teams is Denver, though, who literally cannot score a point against anybody. True. And the other one is Chicago. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I, I mean, I guess it'd probably still be Debo. He's, has he been that good? He's been pretty... I, I don't know. I... 
I don't really. I haven't it's watched a ton of them. Fonga guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, they've got that safety. Yeah. Fonga. Their defense is good. Yeah. yeah. You're right. They haven't played they're, anyone. They're but. a pretty like. They're not unwatchable, obviously, but they're a pretty boring team to watch. Especially now with Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Seahawks. Nuosu. Nuosu. Our offense doesn't look bad. No, our offense. I was gonna say when when Gino when Gino has like a clean pocket. And the receiver is open. He looked fine. Like he doesn't. Yeah, I would say our O line's definitely improved too compared to what it was last year. Yeah, I think we can. St- I don't think it's as bad as people thought it was gonna be. I don't think it's great, but I think we can. Yeah, building blocks for a good team in the near future. Yeah. And then the last, te- yeah, DK. last <laughs> team is the Cardinals. Kyler. Yeah. Yeah, I would still say he when. Is yeah, when you let him do Dorch. his thing. Yeah, Kyler he's literally he is. I'm pretty sure he has more yards and catches than anybody else on their team. More than Marquise Brown, maybe not after last week, but I. Yeah, I would say that's a strength. Like Marquise Brown's been better than I thought he was. He's going been. To be. He hasn't had the same drop issue that yeah. he's had in the past. Uh, he's proved to me that he can be more than just like a deep, just a run a straight go mm-hmm. receiver. Yeah. 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 All right, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I like going through each team. And, and then and next week we'll next do... week we'll do weaknesses. Yeah. So those teams that we couldn't really think can of think anything. of anything, we'll we'll be able to think of plenty. Um, all right, much. Uh, we'll we'll go into the much debated topic. We've been debating this just as as guys since like the midway point of last week. Or last Sunday. I like, remember we were talking about it literally after the first slate of games. Yeah, like the four <laughs> twenty-five games hadn't even kicked off, and we were like, what are we going to do with our power? <laughs> so this has been... Uh, I'm interested to see what we come up with. Uh, I'll, I'll run through really quickly last week's power rankings. Buffalo, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Philly, Chargers, Rams, Dolphins, Ravens, Vikings, Packers, Niners. We put Niners in at 11. Um... Let's just, again, let's preface. We said this earlier, but we're doing this before the Dolphins-Bengals game. Ten minutes before. Like, ten minutes before. So, (laughs) that makes it tough (laughs) because um, we could look like idiots after this Dolphins game. Um, This was, it was kind of crazy. I, I, um, one of the, one of the Instagram accounts that I follow uh, posts, like, I think every week they post three different power rankings from different sources. They do, like, uh, NFL.com's power rankings. They do... Um, they do... They do CBS, right? CBS, yeah. CBS. What's the account called again? I, it's, like, something... Stat football page. stat page? Yeah. Let me find it. It's a really, really cool account. But they do CBS, NFL.com, and ESPN's power rankings. And this week... Like, the last couple weeks, it's been all pretty similar to ours. This week, they had three different number ones, so... Yeah, I was going to say, I've looked at a couple, and all the number ones are different. Everybody's all over the board. They've got a lot of teams in different spots. Um, where do we... To be clear, when we are doing it this week, this is what we have seen. Yeah, so what... Are we, we need to clear this up. Is this Is this the best teams through three weeks? Or I think it should be, like... If they played each other right now, who do we think would win? Yeah, I think it's still who the Super Bowl favorite. No, that's 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 future. Futures. That's like 
that's, that's power in, rankings. That's in like th- no power rankings is like what is it right now? I think if these teams play on if a these, neutral if field these teams today, played today okay. yeah. if they play on a neutral field ranking. today, who would win? Okay, yeah. So it's not. I think. So then like, I think Buffalo should still be number one. That, okay, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. Do we think? What do we think? What do we think? I personally think Philly should be number one, and I, I'm gonna. That's my. I was that's gonna, I was gonna say between, them at number two. I was gonna debate between them and uh, Buffalo. I yeah. think that yeah, they were definitely the top two for me, and I, I don't really care what the order is. What if this is my my top three? I was thinking about it was it would go Buffalo, Philly, Miami right now would be my top three. I think that's that's my those are my top three teams. I just. The order is. So I think tough. okay. Let's do. I think is everyone good with Miami at three? Yeah. 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 Okay, because I think yeah, they're the clear three to me. Um, I'm gonna say my vote right now is for the Eagles. I do think Buffalo through two weeks was clearly the most dominant team. Mm-hmm. I think we've. I thought I saw some holes in not just like I don't know. They weren't. They obviously lost, but yeah, they're they they have a very. We talked about this. They have a very clear lack of running game, and yeah, it is it is an issue. And I think, like especially on if we if we pictured the Eagles and the Buffalo Bills playing right now in L.A. for the Super Bowl or wherever it is. I think it's in Arizona. In Arizona for the Super Bowl, I think Philly's defense, especially their D line, would give Buffalo fits. And they have, like. Justin Jefferson is seen to be as a top two receiver right now, whether you have him number one or Devontae Adams number one, Justin Jefferson's top two. Darius Slay locked him up yeah. bad. Like it was he had two picks, he had the most passes defended through the first three weeks. Like he has been playing like the clear number one corner in the NFL right now. And I think if you locked him up with Stefan Diggs, I think Diggs maybe could win a few matchups, but I think for the most part it's gonna come out Darius Slay. Yeah. And as a guy that I have dig or um, Gabriel Davis in a couple fantasy leagues, he besides that one touchdown, he's been disappointed. Like he's been kind of hurt. Well, he and, didn't play week two. Yeah, and then he he was nothing in week three. Like they have a, they definitely have like a depth. Not not depth, I would say, but they 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 have good depth, but not variety. Yeah. Not I like their their two is definitely struggles compared to the rest of yeah, where a lot they're, of other teams have. They don't have a clear two because like against Miami, Isaiah McKenzie had like a pretty good game last week. He had like twenty one points, like twenty one fantasy points. He had a crazy game yeah. last week. And I think Gabe Davis is kind of more of like a deep ball guy. I don't know how many. Yeah. Like I think that may that is kind of his role, and so if they're taking shots often, then I think Gabe Davis probably is the number two. But in a game where they're throwing the ball sixty times just to move the ball upfield because they can't run the ball at all, like someone like Isaiah McKenzie, they're like a, substituting a little slot guy. Like he's he's gonna be someone who gets a lot of. He might have. I don't know what the exact stat is. He might have had like more yards and things. A lot of teams. What like. If your run game starts to kind of, like, slow down and you can't, like, it doesn't work, you start to substitute running the ball with quick, short passes or, like, a little quick game, one step, catch the ball, throw it. That's what the Buffalo Bills have started to kind of do. When you see, like, they've had three running backs carry the ball in two quarters not because one of them is doing really well and then he gets tired and then they just circle the other two it's because none of them can get anything going that's an issue yeah I think it's also an issue because like 
week one or two. Like there was, I think it was week one maybe. Like Devin Singletary doesn't look terrible. He doesn't look. It doesn't. It seems he like they don't trust him. Yeah, they don't give him like the opportunities. Right. Like he'll have a couple good runs, and then they'll like they'll dump it to Zach Moss for like a twenty yard gain. They're like, no, let's uh, let's hold off. Maybe Devin Singletary isn't the guy. Right. Then they get to James Cook and he finds it's all about him. it's all about like Zach Moss at the like. He's just kind of in the right place at the right time, I guess, with those yeah. plays. Yeah, where it's he's, like, he's not a play if you dump If you dump it to anybody in the flat with no defenders on him, they're going to get 20 yards. Yeah, like, there was, there's one player in particular Devin Singletary had where he, I can't, it might have even been a reception, but, like, he had the ball, and then he, he did the little high step, and mm-hmm. then he just trucked the guy. Yeah, no, he's had, and he's, like, looked, he's a lot more dynamic than he's the other two guys. by far the best out of those three. Yeah, and so I, personally, I, I think... Two. There's also a there's a have you guys heard that stat about them in close games, the Bills? They've like since it's like since week nine of the twenty twenty season, they are like twenty one and zero in games decided by more than ten points. Oh yeah, I think and then they're zero and eight or something, zero and seven in games decided by less than a touchdown. So I'm they don't surprised. win. Like that's not a that's not just a coincidental stat. That is a right. they do not but win close games. Maybe, yeah. So that's a little concerning, too. I also heard a stat. You probably heard it, too. I think they talked about it on the Fantasy Footballers with Josh Allen, where it's like if they ask him to throw the ball more than any time that they've had Josh Allen attempt to throw the ball more than 55 yeah. or 60 times or something, they've lost. Yeah. And it's and it's it's not like it's been like, oh, two or three times. It's been like, it's been a lot. And every time he has to do it, they lose. Yeah. All right, so we're playing Philly at one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Philly, Buffalo, Miami, Kansas City. That was a weird game. They lost. That Chris Jones penalty was like that was honestly the reason why they lost. It was fourth down, and the Chiefs stopped them. And then Chris Jones, after the play was over, got a unsportsmanlike conduct. That I still think they're the Mahomes fifth. yelling at the enemy. Right. They, them getting in like a fight that. Kind of so you're, is, are we cool with them at four? Yeah, I'm cool. With yeah, them. yeah. I don't know who else we would put. Is it Jaguars, <laughs> either Jags, Tampa, or Baltimore. Ooh. I know Tampa just lost. But uh, I think Baltimore's probably. I'm, I'm nice. good with Baltimore. Oh, over the Chiefs? No, no. after the Chiefs. Oh yeah, Chiefs, I'm good with then, I'm good with Baltimore. It's five. the it's either Baltimore or the Rams Packers. That's who we're doing next. I think we do Baltimore. Okay, I'm good with that too. So Baltimore five. Rams, Packers, Jags. So Tampa's at three. Tampa. Are we going to drop them down to like nine after fairly losing to the Packers? I'm good with Tampa here. I'm good with the average. Of it. I think Tampa, I mean, they, I they think didn't have any wide receivers. They, yeah, they, they're, are they they're better, no receivers. But are they better easy. than the... I think either the Packers, Packers or the or Tampa goes here. Personally. I think we... I feel like if we're doing that, then we should put Green Bay over... I mean, we did just have we do have Buffalo over Miami still, and they just played. I feel like that's different though because through I the think first, if anything through the first two weeks, Buffalo looked like they were unbeatable, and then Miami also looked really good. These were two teams that kind of had like were like oh they're good and stuff, but like are they the same? A uh, true, but I guess I mean Tampa didn't have Evans. Or Godwin or Julio, like they didn't have any receivers. Right, I think that's but, fair to say that. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Put them there then. I'm. I'm my vote's Tampa. I, I'm fine with doing it. I've been high on Green Bay the entire year, um, but I think Tampa probably. 
the fact that it came down to a missed two point conversion. Um, I, I think you can. Okay, think, let's do Green Bay. I let's think do Green, Green Bay. Bay's probably the, okay. And then Tampa at seven. And then Tampa. And then Jacksonville. That's what I'm thinking. I don't want to wait too much longer. <laughs> I think they, they, flew, good. they killed the Chargers. I think they they, sh- they shut out the Colts, who just beat the Chiefs. I think they have. Is that what, do you think the Jaguars beat the Rams if they play right now? Yeah. I think they could. Honestly, I think they play they Philly could. this week. That's gonna be a good game. I'm excited for that actually. I honestly do think. Oh wow, this has the Rams over Baltimore and Tampa and Minnesota. Are you looking at that? NFL.com has the Jaguars at 18. That's that's the, crazy. The Browns, I, Lions, Chargers, Broncos, Cowboys, Titans ahead of them. I in think the that's and the Bengals at ten. I think I that's that's NFL.com, that everyone. That's NFL.com. That's a crime. They do not watch football. No. Um, okay. I'm. It. It's to so, me. It's Jacksonville. It's either Jacksonville. Um, so who are our last three teams? We got three spots. Who's it going to be? It's going to be Jacksonville, Cleveland, Rams, Rams, Cleveland. I don't think Cleveland is that good. I don't you put above them? Who's above them? The Chargers. I put Minnesota above them. I don't think so. You can even convince me to put the Niners. Wait, no, not the Niners. No, nope, not the Niners. The not the Niners. I take that back. <laughs> I, I think Cleveland's above them. But you think Cleveland is above Minnesota? Yeah. What have they? What? Okay, Cleveland has beat the Steelers and the Panthers. Okay, those are two pretty unimpressive wins. Uh, I mean, at least we've seen it with Minnesota. Minnesota. Cleveland has not played anyone. I'm I'm putting my foot. I am not putting Cleveland in my top ten. All right, go for it. <laughs> Last time we put the foot down, it was Cole saying Green Bay was above Minnesota, but there's we we cannot put Cleveland in our top ten. I'm sorry, they have not done anything. They've, They've beaten the Panthers and the Steelers. And the Steelers game was like two points. It really was like a very narrow victory. Like they barely won that game. The only reason that the score was like that yeah, it, it was wasn't lopsided, but like they won by more than a touchdown was because they pitched it on that last right. second play. Yeah. Like, and the other games it they, was a close game that they like, They also they lost the Jets and then beat the Panthers by two. They lost the Jets. It's true. That was also a wild. I vote Minnesota ten. Anyone, like who votes? Cole votes Cleveland. Mitch. Um, I'll go Minnesota. Reed. Or Eli. What are What are Minnesota's wins? They beat the Packers, Packers and the Lions, and then they lost they, to the Eagles. They've had a tougher schedule. Yeah. Than their one has. loss was to our number, number one team. team. And their two of their wins were against like they beat a the team number sixteen higher than them and the team that has the most points scored. Yeah, I think Minnesota over the Browns. I don't. I'm not in love with Minnesota. I'm not either. But I'm not really in love with anybody outside of our top three. No. <laughs> I'm not even really. All right, Jacksonville, the Rams at eight. Rams, Jack. <laughs> Rams. Probably the Rams. I'm fine with putting Jacksonville. I'm good with either one. I just, I don't know. Jacksonville looks like. Let's do Jacksonville. Fun- Let's fun- do Jacksonville. They look more functional than the Rams. 
The Rams look like if they don't have Cooper Cup, they're toast. The Jackson, the Jaguars kind of like have a little bit more balance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. So, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Miami, Kansas City, Baltimore, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, Rams, Minnesota, Cleveland is just outside. This is not what I thought. Do we have these saved anywhere? Like, do you copy and paste them? We should start doing it. Copy and paste. We should just copy and paste the keep it. I was just thinking we should go back to, what is this, week four? We should go back to week four last year, listen to the episode, and find out what our power rankings yeah. are. Yeah. Because they're probably way different. We're going to be like, like Philadelphia and Jacksonville are the top ten. We can look at old change. I've screenshotted own. every other week. We'll turn it on later. We don't, we don't need to miss. We can miss the first drive, Cole. Um, all right, let's just do our... Leatherhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's do our picks quickly. Picks quickly. Uh, Cole is in the lead at 8, 10, and what? 1. I'm, I'm ahead? Yes, you're Am I... Everyone must be close. Yeah. Read. You guys probably are above 500, right? Oh, what? I'm above five. The only one above 500? This happened to me last year and then ended up last, so. This guy's getting way too confident with the picks and Dynasty. I know. It's horrible. He had to apologize yesterday, or like two days ago, because he said something. He's like, I am realizing now how douchey that is. Uh, all right, let's rip through these. I'm just gonna let's give our underdogs and locks just when we go. Okay, Mitch, start. Well, lock is Cleveland over Atlanta one and a half. If you're going by our power rankings, one and a half to the to the number eleven ranked team would be a, a good lock. Yes. Yeah. And then obviously the underdog has to be Chicago. <laughs> If you guys haven't noticed, Mitch has picked Chicago every underdog. <laughs> Except for last week because they were somehow a favorite. They were favorites last <laughs> week, yes. Did you pick them as your lock last week? No. Oh, you should have because they won. No, because I thought they were going to lose. I think they were going <laughs> to lose every game, but not by what their spread is, okay? No. <laughs> They're 1-1-1 one, one, and one against the spread. It's okay. <laughs> That's... They're going to do it. I, I still chose Chicago. Uh, my lock is Indianapolis minus three and a half. Um... I think against the Titans, right? Um, I don't know. I just wasn't a huge fan of a lot of the other locks, and I'm kind of believing in the Colts right now. Uh, my underdog is Jacksonville plus 6.5 against the Eagles. Um, I think they at least keep that a close game. I think I think it's going to be a surprising game um, for just because everyone's – including us and me, are pretty high on the Eagles, and, like, the Eagles have looked really good, but Jacksonville has looked decent, and I think they're going to keep that game close. Um, my lock is Minnesota minus 2.5 over the Saints. It's the London game. The wonder. I think Kirk Cousins is going to not have no one watch him, beat him by 7. And then my underdog is the Titans plus 3.5. I just think the Titans are probably a little bit better than the Colts, personally, so I'm going to take the points there. Yeah, uh, my underdog is also Tennessee plus three and a half to go against Eli, but go with Cole. Uh, I think Tennessee's better, and I'll take the points with that one. My lock is Green Bay minus nine and a half over the New England Patriots. I think the Patriots are awful. Uh, I think there's a good chance they don't score a point in this game. So, uh, with Brian Hoyer starting as well, um, I'm going to take the Packers nine and a half. I was wondering if anybody was going to take that one. Yeah, I I, I just really don't believe in the Patriots offense with Mac Jones so with Brian Hoyer I believe in them a lot less <laughs> yeah Reed 
Uh, my lock is Kansas City minus one over Tampa Bay. Uh, I think what we've seen from both teams so far is that Kansas City looks pretty close to the same as we've seen them, and Tampa Bay looks good, but they don't look the same. And I don't know, I think one point is kind of a... Like, if I was Kansas City and I saw that it was only minus one over the Bucks, I'd be a little, like, I don't know, I wouldn't like that very much. I feel like they're kind of locked, a lock to win that game. We all have, the, we all picked the Chiefs to win Sunday Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's, I don't know. And then my uh, underdog is Arizona, plus one and a half against the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I don't know who wrote, I don't know who was making the lines, but I think that, I know the Cardinals aren't, like, a great team, but the Panthers have looked horrible, and, like, I don't know, for Arizona to be the underdog in that game is crazy to me to begin with, so that's why I picked them for that one. All right, overs, uh, like I said, we all have Kansas City minus one on Sunday Night Football. I'm the only one on the Niners minus one and a half against the Rams on Monday Night Football. Um, I don't feel great about that, but, (laughs) yep, we're going with it. Uh, my over is the Commanders and the Cowboys, uh, 41 and a half. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think the Cowboys' offense is that bad, and I think the Commanders' defense is bad. I don't know. I could just see this game being high scoring. pretty low, too. Exactly. That was kind of why. Uh, and then the my under is the Giants and the Bears, because I don't know how any points will be scored in this game. It's a very low 39 over-under, but uh, I'm going to stick with it, so... I think those low point total. Anytime it's under forty, they beg you to take the over, and I'm just not going to fall for it. Don't be shocked when they score twenty five. Mm. <laughs> Read. Uh, my over this week is Tennessee versus Indianapolis. It's at forty two and a half. I don't know. I just think that at some point these teams. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like at some point their offenses are going to pop, and they both have like. Arguably the two best running backs in the league. Um, so that's why I picked that one. Uh, and then my under is Detroit versus Seattle at 48. That's an interesting under. I just changed uh, it. I had that as the under, and I just changed my pick. I don't think Seattle can score very many that's fair. points. And I think that – I don't think Detroit can score, like, 38 on their defense – I don't know. I just I just don't I don't like Seattle's offense that much outside of DK Metcalf and I think that 48 for pretty much one team to score is a lot of points. So, I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, my over is the Rams versus San Francisco. I don't know. I feel like Shanahan's going to think he's I think he I just trust Shanahan's not going to suck on offense every week. <laughs> so, and kind of McVay, Shanahan, they're going to show off. They're going to show their new little plays they designed. Um, and then, yeah, I, like I said, I cha- I had Detroit, Seattle at 48 into the under, and I don't know, I just didn't like that. So I went with the Chargers and Houston under at 45. So we have a problem is that Mitch picked the over, and Mitch has the over at 44. Oh, I did that like a day ago. I, I just checked, and it's 44 and a half. That's what we're going to settle with. Okay. 44 and a half. Because you guys are, that, that what would happen is there would be like, I don't know. One of you guys would... It would be 44 or 45, and one of you guys would push, and the other would win, and you guys can't choose the same. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think 
Houston has that good of an offense, and I don't know if the kind of what I don't think the Chargers are going to score that many points by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch. It um, is at 45, by the way. It is. The yeah, but Mitch got it at 44, so I don't blame him. Like, he he did the picks earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think... I think that's fair to... I think that game's going to be over. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did put that there. I think both these teams will score in the 20s. So, that's why I picked it. And then my under is Cleveland-Atlanta, which is also my lock. <laughs> But I think it'll be a low-scoring game in that one. Eli. My over is Miami versus Cincinnati at 49. Um, we've got a little bit of skin in this game. And so... Uh, <laughs> we really do need hope, the over. <laughs> really hoping the over hits. So I'm just going to ride that train all the way. My under is Pittsburgh versus the Jets. Over-under is 41 and a half. When I saw that game, I knew that if it was over 40, that I was going to take the under. Because it's Zach Wilson's first game back, and Zach Wilson versus Mitch Trubisky is just not... It's not a recipe to blow the doors off of a game. No, no it is not. Um, And I don't know if the Jets will be able to score at all against Pittsburgh's defense, so... Did your phone ball beneath the crap? Yeah. (laughs) Reed's phone is dead. (laughs) Yeah, not I don't literally. It fell. I think the I think the Jets could just not score. Yeah, they might not like, score. They might like Zach Wilson's gonna throw like four picks in the first half, and then they're gonna put Joe Flacco back in, and then Joe Flacco's gonna throw it thirty times in the second half. That was my prediction for the my one of my things at the beginning of the season. One of my hot takes was that they wouldn't like Zach Wilson when he came back, and they'd bench him for Flacco. <laughs> Flacco's throwing the ball like a madman, and it got them a win against the Browns. Which, honestly, this game against the Steelers is going to be pretty similar to the game against the Browns. Like, it's a tough defense, and it's probably going to be a boring game throughout, and then they might... I don't know. Ah! What's going on? Um, I can't turn the TV on. Brad, if you're listening to this, we don't know how to work your TV. I already asked him, I asked him last week how to do this, and... And he told you? Yeah, but I forgot. <laughs> Their TV is so confusing. Come on. More activities. Apple TV. Um, while Jack's doing that, do we want to do our playoff cross-off teams? Yeah, Ooh. I took the liberty of already crossing off one team for me. I took the Texans out. Oh, I don't have the Texans out. Well, you're going to have to choose someone else then. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just ride with the Bears until like last week? I think that would be kind of fun. Choose a different team. Um, I will go with the Texans as well. No, I chose the Texans week one. <laughs> and I chose the Jets. I'll go Seahawks. You know, I agree. Seahawks. Uh, Do you guys think there's a playoff team that we've already crossed off here? Well, we have the Bears, Panthers, Jets, Texans, Seahawks, Giants. Those are all the only teams we've collected. The Giants were 3-0. and <laughs> Yeah, One of the Bears or Giants are going to be three and zero, three and one after next week. Yeah. Wow. So when we see the Bears are three and one, yeah, you guys have already crossed off the Bears. Some of you, I haven't. I don't think the Bears are going to make it to the playoffs. Um, Justin Fields is going to figure it out. Is the podcast still going? Yeah. yeah. Okay. For my playoff <laughs> crossoff team, I'm going to do the Patriots. Sick. All right. I'm taking the Texans. Go Dolphins. Go parlay. Right. Yeah. 
Yes, sir. We're and go be, Mariners. We're all going to be $66 richer. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Except. Nope. All right. <laughs> Rock the house. Rock the house.